1: We're going to have an opportunity to catch up with uh, West Virginia head coach Neil Brown here in just a second. He's just sitting down, and it'll be nice to be able to catch up with him. Uh, West Virginia out here representing as well and doing a heck of a job out here. And uh, I know that Coach Brown has made the – he's made the rounds. And uh, he's kind enough to sit down with us and, and give us a few minutes now. Coach Brown, how are you? Doing well. Doing Good. well. Guys, how are you guys doing? Oh,
2: Fantastic. This has been – hey, listen, you guys, this is uh, day two of 14 teams. That's right. It's that's a, that's a grind. It's a, it's a big-time grind. And you guys are, uh, are grinding out there in, uh, in Morgantown. And I think that uh, West Virginia comes in here. How do you think your team is right now? Yeah. Uh, as
0: you guys are going into the season, better than what some of these media people think.
1: Yeah, so good. What, He's yeah. talking about you. <laughs> why, why are you pointing to me, coach? <laughs>
0: no, the, uh, now, here's the thing like, we finished the year strong last year. We underachieved as a team overall, but we did finish. We played our best football in the month of November. Uh, we've taken that momentum into the off season. We've been able to add some pieces in some key areas. Um, I think offensively, we got a chance to, to have the best team that we've had in our tenure. Um, our quarterback, his uh, job is up uh, for grabs, but the two individuals that are competing are both really athletic. We've got an experienced offensive line. Uh, there's 132 starts between those guys, and so that's a lot of football that's been played. We've got a deep running back room, and so we feel good about our ability to run the football. And then defensively, um, we played well in this league for three years, and we slid last year, and now we've got to get that corrected, and, and we feel like we've, we've made the necessary moves and adjustments both schematically and personnel-wise to make that happen
1: so we've had an opportunity to talk with a a lot of the coaches through the the big 12 and it's been a lot of fun and, and very informative one thing i haven't done with the other coaches is ask them just their overall thoughts on the conference with texas and oklahoma leaving and bringing in these new four additions how are you feeling about the conference as it progresses
0: well i think the level of play in this conference is extremely high and The four teams that are coming in, if you look at it over the last three years, at one point, each of those schools were ranked in the top 15 in the country. And so we're adding quality teams. Um, The thing about this league is from top to bottom, we're the deepest league. And in in a couple of the other Power Five conferences, they've had one or two teams that maybe have separated themselves, and they separated themselves from the other teams in the league, but also have been in that national title picture. That maybe not has happened in this league, but what it's hap- what, what we have in our league is the bottom part of our league is significantly better than the bottom of the other leagues. And with that being the deepest team, what happens is you have an opportunity to win every game, but you also have a, the the chance to lose every game. And if you're not at your best, you'll get exposed.
2: And that end of the season is is also a grind, you know, for some of these teams who, you know, maybe they get a couple of injuries and maybe they're too significant, you know skill positions than that, and that might be it for them, right? And so part of it is uh, with West Virginia, I look at you guys and say, man, you guys have been in the Big 12 longer, obviously, than uh, a lot of these other. You guys in TCU joined the conference, and from the beginning it was West Virginia is all the way across the country. The rest of the conference opponents that are here now, and the new ones especially, your UCFs, your BYUs, Houston – What has that travel been like for you guys? What's the rigor of the travel uh, for West Virginia? Because we hear about how difficult it's going to be for everybody, you know, having to go across the country, go across three time zones now in this conference. And so what has it actually been like because you guys have done it?
0: Well, so in football it probably has less effect than the other sports. Sure. Um, It doesn't affect your current week game at all. So if you play a game in Lubbock, Texas, let's say, the trip out doesn't necessarily affect you on the Friday. Like, you'll be able to play on Saturday. Now, where it could affect you is if you play a night game, then you're getting back in the wee hours. Like, we saw the sunrise in Morgantown twice last year on return trips. Wow. Now, what that does, that affects your preparation on Sunday and Monday, and now it affects your next opponent, you know. So that's what you got to be careful of. Um, not necessarily the current game is how you handle after the game.
1: So, you've obviously got BYU on the schedule, and BYU's got a tough draw. They're going to be playing Texas, and then they've got you. I believe that you guys go Central Florida, and then you got BYU. I'm just curious on your thoughts on, on playing against BYU and, and how much you, you know about that program and know about Kalani Satake.
0: So, first of all, Kalani, i got a ton of respect for him. Uh, been in meetings with him the last two years. Uh, great guy, great personality. Um, I, I understand why people are really drawn to him and why people, BYU supporters, really like him. Like So, um, and BYU has been a program that, that I've really appreciated from afar for a long time, how they played the game, um, the fact that they would schedule and play anybody, anytime. I've always appreciated that. And then since Klein has been the head coach, they've played a real physical brand of football, and they've been a little bit different. Um, and so... But this summer, I've kind of gone back from just watching them from a fan perspective to now really, all right, who are they? You know, what's the personnel look like? You know, the coaching staff, what do they do on offense and defense? And a really well-coached unit, you know, they're mature, you know, especially across both fronts. And so they're an opponent that's – they're probably – they're going to – they've been playing a national schedule anyway, so I'm not sure the travel is going to affect them. Uh, they have played a really tough schedule, uh, so I think of the four teams coming in, they, the transition for them may be slightly less because of the type of schedule they've been playing. Um, but it's a, it's a program that that I definitely, from afar, have appreciated, and I'm looking forward to them coming to Morgantown.
2: Uh, they've come out. There's a there's a slight recent history with BYU and uh, West Virginia. Yeah. They played each other in Landover at uh, at FedEx Field. Uh, I think it was sixteen, 2016, somewhere around there, and. Uh, Yeah, and you're right, BYU has made those trips, and they have done the thing where they get into Provo Mm -hmm. at at 5 a.m., and it is. It's that Sunday-Monday that's difficult, you know, I think that ends up being part of it. Um, You know, as you see these new new teams coming in and, and you see them against the whole league what what kind of what kind of a a piece of advice would you give to some of these guys as they're going into texas for you know for so many of these yeah. games against and recruiting in that in that state and recruiting uh, all these guys that, into places they've never done before
0: yeah well i don't think i think the league you're in doesn't necessarily have to affect where you recruit you know for for us like, we've got a six-hour driving radius that we're going to recruit, and that's going to be our primary area. And Cincinnati's the only other school that's within that area. And so what we do is we say, hey, you know, we give you a great alternative. You know, like, here's the brand of football that's being played in the Big 12, and it's unique, all right? We're not trying to go into Texas. And recruit just because this is the base of the of the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. That's not a, that's really not a geographic footprint for us to recruit out of. Now the addition of UCF is going to be positive for us recruiting because we do our secondary areas down in the southeast. Yeah. We've always had a lot of Florida kids throughout history, so that's going to give us a little bit of a more of a footprint in that state. I don't think you necessarily change your recruiting areas or where you've had success based on the league you play, especially now because everything's national anyway. Um, that's 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 what I would tell you as far as on that front,
2: Coach. Uh, I'm back here in Salt Lake City, but I do the play-by-play for uh, Utah State, and I just want to know how much of a problem is Coleman Barnes on staff, and are you struggling with keeping him in line?
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to keep him straight. Got to keep him straight. They, uh, it's uh, Coleman and I actually go back. We grew up together. We grew up together in Barstow, Kentucky, yeah. and so we go. Yep, you've got you've got a, a good man there, and uh, and Blake Anderson. He's he's uh. Got a, um, He's had a tough road, man, but he's a great football coach and even better person.
1: We've heard that from a couple of different people today. out here today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's actually gotten a lot of love from, really? I think, the Central Florida Athletic. Yeah, Director he was an
2: Arkansas State uh, mm-hmm. AD for a time, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so
1: it, it's, it's good to have that followed up. Good luck to you, Coach. Yeah, appreciate Th- it. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us.
0: No problem. Thanks, guys.